At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody, I'm Bobby Kelly. And it's Big J Okerson. We're actually a full radio show on Sirius XM, not just a podcast. Hey, guess what? For full episodes of The Bonfire, you can listen on the Sirius XM app. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Robert Kelly. This band sucks. You know a band's not great if their big claim to fame is Jason Priestley really likes them. From 90210. Did he die? Don't you dare. Luke Perry died. Luke Perry died. Luke Perry's dead. Sorry. You know, uh, some of the critique of our first show, this is Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Full disclosure. Thank you so much. This should be good. But uh, no, no, no. It was just... uh, the, the word old was thrown around a lot, and the show, I will say, the show's aged a few years in uh, maturity. Before the show, uh, well, Bobby, you know, doesn't smoke pot, and we found ourselves in here touching each other's pant material. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a pretty older gentleman thing to do. But we did save it with you touching my bum. I asked you to touch my bum. Well, we- I did, and I know you really wanted me to touch your ass, mm-hmm. and what I noticed in with these pants and yesterday's pants and... The crispness of that hoodie mm. is when you have an extreme weight loss like you have, yeah. 100% of your clothes are new. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have five bags. You don't have a vintage anything. No, it's all gone. I had to throw out all my clothes. All my And I have, I should have a fat day, like come to New York and just sit on a corner and have anybody who's chubby come down. I have brand new leather jackets. I have brand new shirts. I have all the stuff that I never wore. When you got all the new stuff, did... Uh, Dawn sit outside with her legs crossed listening to Walking on Sunshine. You keep coming out and trying on new shirts. <laughs> um, it's the Bonfire Faction Talk Series XM 103. Big J. Okerson, Robert Kelly. Hello. Uh, we have a fun, fun guest today. To end, close out our first week. It's a goodie, everybody. You know him and love him. His show Small Talk is uh, happening right now, everybody. Make some noise. Make some noise? We're yeah, in that a made studio. No sense. It didn't make any sense. We are bringing you to the stage. You make some noise, everybody. Hype it up. It's Colin Quinn. Quinn. Colin Quinn. The show. You're supposed to time it with the things, Lou. All right, go. What happened? Did you slip? No, go ahead. We'll do it. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Lou looks like every. <laughs> Sicilian from Carroll Street when I was a kid, <laughs> like the real old school Italian guys. No got, muscle, but they would kill. They would kill anybody. He's got a Polak's name, but he doesn't. He's not he Polish does. at he looks all. Italian. Me and Lou were talking about you before the show. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Mm, 
I mean, it's good for Quinn. I don't know if it's good for everybody else. Oh. Right? I mean, your girl thinks Colin is the best, right? Oh, She's yeah. in love with you, Colin. Uh, yeah, but the problem is, is that everybody's girl is in love with my wife. Colin's the favorite. Yep. Every every girl I oh Colin Quinn Colin Quinn uh, Christine doesn't care for him. <laughs> <laughs> she says a little heady, yeah, little heady for yeah, her. Yeah, Christine's more. She likes those bad boy types. <laughs> yeah. Probably she's probably more into like Bob and those kind of guys. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like readers. I'm sur- I'm a reader. <laughs> yeah, he's a reader. I'm, a reader. <laughs> I'm not a, like I'm the kind of guy that like even when you played Sublime up front, I was like that's a little rowdy. It's gonna draw a wild crowd. Yeah. It was bare naked ladies. But it was Sublime, you know that era of you know, <laughs> you and bare Christi- naked Christine- ladies. Christine loves Sublime. That's, she loves that's Sublime. fake reggae shit. I understand. She's more yeah. of a remote guy. She Early likes 90s. a remote dude. Uh, no, well, Fullerton. Christine's from uh, Hermosa Beach, so she huh! thinks what that- What did I just say? Fullerton. She thinks yeah. that I know shitty, <laughs> shitty white guys who are getting the beginning stages of dreadlock rock- Yes. Is good. Her, her, her junior high school fantasy was the guy from Social Distortion. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Didn't you just see them not long ago? No, I actually haven't seen. Who was that? Where you said they crowd surfed a guy in a wheelchair and you were moved? Bad religion. (laughs) Bad religion. Yeah, yeah. They crowd surfed (laughs) a guy in a wheelchair, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you never get into the punk stuff in New York at all? That wasn't punk stuff. First of all, that was like the early nineties. Beach punk. Yeah, exactly. Beach punk. But I was. uh, Well, I mean, I was. I tried to stumble into a couple of those. uh, Early CBGB's places and stuff like that. I had a little (laughs) punk girl. I lived on East Tenth. Between A and Did you ever B see the Ramones in the early nineteen? I couldn't get into that. I mean, I wanted to get in, but I would be in. I'd be. I'd see like the worst bands at like the shit club on Avenue B and Third Street. In, well, like, like Shanana. No, no, they were <laughs> it was like my first concert bands. ever. Was that your first concert? My mom wanted to fuck Chico. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong about that. He was the handsome one. Uh, me, I was all. I wish Bowser could have been my stepfather in a heartbeat. I love Bowser. Bow wow wow. Yeah. Oh. Good bicep too, by the way. No, he didn't. No, he no. Didn't. you're you're remembering that as a child. Yeah, Bowser was built like a junkie. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was uh, he was uh, weird looking there, but he just seemed. They told you he was the cool one because he had the the bomb the bomb bang But yeah, my mom took me to like the Valley Forge Art Center to go see Shauna Knox. I like the TV show. Yeah, I didn't even know they were like. Uh, like a long stand. I thought they were just a TV they show band. They played at Woodstock. They that's did? Cr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. And didn't they make something that's always Howard Stern talks about? Like they made the movie, Shanana, uh, made the Woodstock movie, but some of the bands that didn't sign, I think Mountain and stuff, like some bands that just said, I'm not going to be in your yeah. stupid movie. Yeah. And so Shanana makes the cut. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, what were we saying about Shanana? Oh, the music. We weren't. You guys were asking me about the punk scene in the early 70s, then you rudely started to sidetrack it to horse shit about Shana Na. Well, welcome to the bonfire, <laughs> dude. Welcome. Jago's welcome. welcome to the bonfire. Yeah. Crackle, crackle. Thank welcome you to so the bonfire. Get it, get it out quick, Colin. Oh, my God. My new favorite. Thank you. Oh, look. Oh, he's got look treats. Look who he bought me. Treats. Oh, he loves Thank treats. You. It kills him to do that. Jacob doesn't even like holding chocolate. He doesn't? No. He's, he only likes to hold Maud. <laughs> Maud Apatow next door and Jacob oh good day good day to tuck in your shirt dude what yeah. if she sees you yes how old is she how many shirts do you she's, have on uh, probably two, is it a two shirt? 17 no 17 probably yeah Jacob well it's legal here 
Great she news. Putting this on me. What did I? Say? I just said she was here. Yeah. Oh. Why did you, you tell us? Other than your filthy mind has to go places. Yeah. Oh, tell I, him. I didn't realize Jacob was a big fan of her acting. She is great. <laughs> She's great on the, the show. See? Euphoria. Yeah. That's not why you watch it. You watch it for teen tits. Well. Do you watch Euphoria, Colin? I have seen episodes, the and they did have teen tits. Yeah. It's dark. Do you watch What's it, Bobby? I girl? do not watch. I, I don't watch that much TV. Why does that show take you back to your old days? <laughs> what is yeah. it? Drugging about? and fucking. Is it yeah. about? Is that what it's about? Drugging and Mulat- fucking. Mulatto girls and I, drugging and fucking. I was just telling Lou outside. Trans. Max is ten, almost ten, and uh, on my tenth birthday was when I had a uh, half a pint of Seagram Seven for the first time. Oh my god! <laughs> ten years old. I got, I got shit faced with a guy named Dicky who was thirty six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he dropped me off. Who was your dad? Whitey uh, Ford? <laughs> I remember I was too drunk. I was too drunk to go in, so I, I crawled under the front porch and I just slept in dirt for two hours. And wow. then I went in and I, I had to shit and puke. So mm-hmm. I puked in the sink and then shit and then tried to take the puke out of the sink and put it in the toilet. And that's when my mom walked in and punched me uh, in the face into the hamper. <laughs> that that literally sounds like an episode of Euphoria. It really does. I gotta watch the show. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna really take you. you see back. when the girls in the shower, the guys taking a shit. <laughs> were you? Were you? Did you grow up in a bad neighborhood, or were you just a shitty kid? Boston was uh, white slums. Like white. Not white, everywhere. Well, I mean, Medford was yeah a lot of it, like Charlestown and uh, Chelsea and Medford and Somerville. It was all white slums. You know, it was um, it was just all Italian and Irish, just shit people. Were they outside the window running the clotheslines from building the building? No, we weren't savages <laughs> like Brooklyn. We had houses, but uh, <laughs> East Boston used to have clotheslines when I was there. East Boston was bad, white slums. Yeah, East Boston was close to get like Joe Yannetti. Yeah, uh, who actually <laughs> he always loves telling that story when he walked calling off stage. Oh, uh, he literally came on in a in a cashmere coat and said, "Folks, I'm from Eastie." <laughs> Just to back them off. <laughs> 500 people that next was going to attack. Boy, they were going to beat my balls off. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were going to fuck me up good. Because I didn't really understand at that time, like, when you're wearing those Izod shirts. Like, I had never been to Boston before. So there's all these blonde kids with on shirts with, like, blonde eyebrows and red hair. And they're wearing, like, you know, like, boating shoes and deck and, like, white pants. They look like the Kennedys to me. Yeah. Right. They were not the Kennedys. No. And they were the tough kids? And yes. Boston, With the eyes yeah. on shirts? Yeah. Somerville, East nah, Boston. Yes. They were, they were, yeah. And then I start noticing, oh, there's a little tattoo peeking out from under his <laughs> bicep of his eyes on shirt. Yeah, one of his, <laughs> That's oh, unusual. Oh, excuse me, that guy's eye is dead in the front row. His left eye is, <laughs> yeah. is gray. That's oh, yeah. weird. Why were they dressed so nautical? I, I that was know. the look in the 80s. You probably dressed like that, too. They used to wear the pop collars. We used to iron our collars, the Izod collar. You would iron it, uh, iron it, boy. And then you'd you'd fold the tip down on the edge. And then you'd take your uh, pant legs and uh, and you'd pin them. They call them pinning them. Pegging. Oh No, pegging is something else. <laughs> no, pegging has become something else. Oh, I did that. But it's called pegging. <laughs> oh, no. Back then, we called it pinning, dude. Hey, what is this, Jim and Sam? Come on, no pegging. <laughs> <laughs> Why does J- why does Jacob hate chocolate? Holding it, he just doesn't I like don't. to. You, you don't like chocolate. He hates no, uh, like chocolate. he hates calories oh, okay. and sugar. Oh, you're a calorie counter. <laughs> He's in such fantastic shape, but he, he works is, it he every single day. Didn't he hate when people eat on the show too? Everybody he, he hates that. He has a beautiful that. waistline. He does. Yeah. There's no op- <laughs> there's no hangover there or nothing. Flat. 
I think he even has the Dick V. Oh, I, I think so. You I do, do, right? I do. You have the Dick V? Yeah. No. That's yeah. great. What is a Dick V? It's uh, the ab that shows you where to get the dick. Oh, wow. It's like a little that arrow. Line right there. Like it's the like, D'Angelo used to have back yes. in the Yes. Yeah. You no. follow the uh, top ab, and then you go down the little brick road, and then there's an arrow pointing to his cock. Yeah. That's probably nice and trimmed, right? I keep it nice and clean. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I know what I, I used to actually use the, the razor blade, but now there's that one... The edger? I use an edger. Okay. And it doesn't hurt. This is making me edge right now. Do you put like a comb through it and just take off the top? Just the top. No, I'm not like, yeah, it's weird to look. But do you like comb your dick hair and then like zip across the top so it's safe? Or do you use an attachment? Are we talking about above the dick or on the the dick hair? Good question. I would assume you don't have to. Do you have to shave down your dick? I think there's just like a, a few strays that <laughs> I take off. Me too. A few strays. D'Angelo. Me too, Jacob. I have a few strays on my actual dick shaft. I don't like it. So I take, take care it of off. them, but it is weird they're there. Is this yeah. is this one of your sponsors? Yeah, Manscaped. <laughs> no, no. I was they were a sponsor. I think on Legion of Skanks, and they sent me one. I've never used it yet. I used it. It's really good. I don't uh, have to trim down above my wiener. It's I just bick razor the the bag. That's you, dangerous work. You bick you a fuck uh, what bick? You mean just the plastic bick? Yeah. Wow. That's of, even more of, dangerous. Out of a bag of Bix. <laughs> Dude, that's that serious. Is, yeah. That's nuts. That's no. like when you're 14, do shit like that. And no. you're like, ah, I cut my dick. Dude, the, live I, on the, I gotta live on the edge. <laughs> Dude, I shave no, my st- ass. I stretch, I stretch it out, and then yeah. you just kind of paint the walls of it. <laughs> this is too early in the show for this conversation. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, I'm switch interested. Gears. I'm not the producer, but come on. Yo, switch gears. I could never shave. I don't shave my balls with a razor anymore. I did it one time. I did my, my butthole. Mm-hmm. And my balls, and then I put my underwear on. It looked, it looked like somebody was murdered. <laughs> and uh, oh, you were bleeding. I, yeah, I never did it again. And I use the 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 manscape thing, and it 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 works fantastically. Sometimes you get a little nick, and then I take a uh, what's called a Neutrogena pad, <laughs> and just rub it over that, and it heals up real quick. Who taught you all those little tricks? Uh, this is just a father left young, so you got to figure it out on your own. You should take an egg, one of those egg holders, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you put wax in there. Just wake those <laughs> up, put it on the balls. I would, I wax my eyebrows. Would Ooh. never, ever well, they look do my balls. You have great eyebrows. Jay, you have Beautiful fantastic eyebrows. eyebrows. Thank you. you if, do, I don't, if I don't take care of them, though, it's going to be a unibrow. You look like one of the girls from Euphoria with those eyebrows. Shut up. <laughs> do. Don't say it's that if compliment. you don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my eyebrows are amazing too, but all natural. They are nice. I mean, yeah, they're fantastic. But I, I leave, they're... I leave one rogue. I have a lucky eyebrow that I leave out right here. Yeah, Burke Kreischer has uh, an eyelash that like grows out like one of those underwater fish with the light. It's his lucky eyelash, and he just says he leaves it. Yeah, it'd be that's funny. Crazy. We should pluck it and see if his career tumbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just find kitty porn on his fucking computer. Yeah, it's like it's like Samson. Cut his eyelash off and he pluck his eyelash out. Bring his temple down. <laughs> his temple of shame. Oh shit! I did the uh, Burke Kreischer roast, which is coming out really soon. Oh, how was that? It was fun. Fun night. Crazy night. A lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on there. Yeah. yeah. But it was. Uh, it was fun, but I'm curious what they're gonna do because Bert didn't do a reply. He got too drunk and couldn't do like his retort to the whole thing. That's so I, maybe that's gonna be the play on it. It's like, ah, he was so. 
Bird. Yeah, classic Bird. He got so drunk yeah. that uh, he couldn't do the report. It was weird. That'd be fantastic if they ended it without him showing up. That'd be a great way. <laughs> he showed up. He just just he, roll credits. He He's just sitting out. in a chair. Yeah. yeah, he passes out, and everybody, all the roasters, walk by and just spit on him. <laughs> you piece of shit. It's just him, him in a sh- him in a chair with a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What I point, out, I'm impressed with Bert with the size of his belly. I do say this on the roast. His he's wearing a large belt buckle, which is a fat mistake. Yeah. And the problem with those things is you don't even know. You don't know when you're sitting that it hurts. You don't even know yet. It's when you take it and that. <laughs> That yeah, Bobby's still the sympathy, and the metal <laughs> removes, <laughs> and the blood and life starts coming back to it. It yeah. like sting hurts for thirty minutes, and wow. it itches for some reason. Yeah. Oh, it's I almost, the worst. I told you I had a, a, a belt buckle with uh, crystals in it. It said "Rock," uh-huh. the sharp ACDC letters, <laughs> and I almost killed myself. I almost fucking. I almost killed myself. You should have. You would have bled. <laughs> you would have bled on a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on a flight to LA, you would have bled out, dude. It was, it was I had, I still have it in my drawer. I had to stop wearing it. I almost died. I had like a little, almost blood coming out of the tip of the R. Can I, can I be honest with you? You know what I have now? You know what I use now? Even though I lost weight, I still am afraid of belt buckles. The Boy Scout belt. I have a, I have a belt, bro. What is that? You know, I'm a gadget guy, right? Okay. I have the belt, bro. <laughs> the belt Bobby's bro. gadgets. The belt bro. Are you fat? Are you afraid of belt buckles? Have you almost died on a plane? Well, you get the belt bro. It goes on the side. It, oh. Uh, it flips out. Look at I've this. heard about this. Dude, heard about it. I'm wearing it. It's right here, baby. <laughs> Look it, at that. It's the belt bro. It but, goes on but, the side. But you are sack. You have to get two of them. You do need two of them, but I only use one of them. Because, uh, but it's going to pull like it's like weirdly off to the side. Then your well, I I lost the other one. That's the problem with the belt the the belt bro. Is now you, you have to keep two things. You have to keep around. two things. But look at that right there. Bang, bang. No belt buckle. My pants are up, baby. The belt bro by Hasbro or whoever it's from. Man, you're yeah. That's a it's a married man's product for sure. Hundred percent. My wife has a disgusted face on when I asked her to help <laughs> my me. belt bros. Hey, can you velcro my belt bro before I leave the house? I got to go do the bonfire for the second day, hon. It's like under the belly or over the belly. Uh, let's do under the belly. I'm gonna wear something loose up top. That's a that's a fat guy decision. That's a big decision. Because if you're over the belly, when you get fat, you're a different person. The fat distributes better when you if you're under the belly fat. You, you, the bottom half of your body stays skinnier yep. than the top half. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, a little. I worry about that. That's what I ask Christine often. Do I look like a meatball on toothpicks today? <laughs> yeah. That's you, my concern. I go under the belly because if I go, uh, I feel like if I start wearing pants over the belly, I'm gonna look like a public defender or something. Just <laughs> yeah. like I go under give a the shit. belly for sure. Yeah. You're under the belly. Absolutely. What was the fattest you've been? The fattest I've been is 248. That's pretty good. Really? Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, really? for, for calling, it's good, dude. Are you kidding me? No, yeah. Um, 248 is big for me. No, no, I'm, I'm saying that. I, think that's, um, I don't think I've ever seen you uh, oh. that size. What's I've seen yeah, you for 20-plus years now. What's the TV show you're on? The, the Larry Sanders show. Right. That well, wasn't my fattest. That was a big one. No, there's a picture of me and Howard Stern. You want to see a fat bastard? <laughs> they have this picture of me in like a sweatsuit on Howard Stern, and believe me, all my fans show it all the time just to remind me. And it's me. And if you see me, you'll think I'm like wearing like a fat suit, like uh, like Austin Powers, the big fat guy. Yeah, man, you'll think that's what it is. 
Really? Yeah, it was. He, yeah. It's, it's me in like a sweatsuit. No, none of those. Fatter, 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 fatter. <laughs> That's how many fats did it's you have? Sitting. Oh, I had about. Um, Christine, type in fatter. <laughs> You know, I was kidding. Okay, <laughs> Is that not it all the way on the right? No. Jeez, I look great in those th- three on the corner. Look the three on the corner, you look fantastic. Oh the one, on, the one on the far right. Yeah. Oof, that uh, was going up there. I know. Yeah. The one, the second from the right, I thought was Kevin Brennan. Oh, come on. All right, keep going. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal. So here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is... Nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is self-explanatory. With, with sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now, America's number one fantasy <laughs> sports app. Gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn 
your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah. Well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of two to six players. It's great. More or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking if he's going to get more or less than that. That's it. 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketballs are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob, Bob, college basketball, prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's always there when I don't need it. You know there it is right there. That's got to be it. The nope. roast. Nope. That's a fat one, though. That's that good. That is a fat That's pretty one. good, but that's yeah. not it. I'm much fatter in this other picture. Oh, it's over to I'm the left. I'm sitting down. It's over there. That's, that's it. not it. I'm that's fatter. Nope. Fatter than that? Yep. <laughs> much fatter. Sorry. Did that come out? Did I say much that? Much fatter. <laughs> wow. Dude, that's big. Right there? That's big. Yeah, but that's not the biggest. Wow. Look at that one on the right. Oh, that, I'm big in that one, too. That looks like Artie Lang. I'm fat yeah. there, but this yeah, is fatter bigger. than all of those. I don't know if that's really your face in this one. Yeah, no, this is it's you don't you guys don't have it, but some that's the beauty of uh, the fans. They always manage to find that picture. I mean, you feel shit about it. <laughs> oh my god, I've seen it a thousand times. The, yeah. Every time I use the word eat or wait or de- <laughs> any word that you can make a pun, they go, "Is that you?" When you and then you're like, "Okay." Oh, <laughs> I know. I have one at me at Hall H at Comic Con when I was on sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and the guy took it from underneath. Yeah, and it's the worst. Every time I see it, I almost cry. You had a Comic Con booth 
Hall H. Hall H is where they do like fucking Marvel movies. Nerd alert. And I was going to say, Marvel movies <laughs> and the Dennis Leary vehicle sex, drugs, and rock and roll? Yes, sir. FX. Seems like a weird thing to be at Comic-Con. Number one show, the first season, number seven, the second, What's and then <laughs> canceled the third. <laughs> That's a pretty heavy fall off. What do you think happened there? Uh, I, well, the the uh, the world changed, Jay. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, people would just- Everybody was home watching television? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Breaking Bad for the first time during quarantine. You did? Yeah. Great show. Then I took on the Better Call Saul. Joe DeRosa was on. I know. Yet he's great. never seen an episode. Joe hasn't? Really? No, we had him in here uh, guest hosting one time. And uh, Jacob goes, oh, it'll be cool. He goes, when we come back from commercial break, like, play the Better Call Saul theme. And we just uh, played it. And I think Joe, after like a minute and a half of the song playing, he was diddling around or something. And he just goes, hey, this is cool. What is this? It's, like, <laughs> it's the theme to the show you're on? <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea. I mean, that's why you have to love Joe. Oh yeah, the, the or, level. Hate, or hate him. Yes, <laughs> I mean, or you, hate him. You can pick one. You can pick, you can do both simultaneously. With Joe, that's the beauty of I Joe. Think, I think Joey Rose is now featuring a chicken parm sandwich. It is. Yeah, finally. Yeah, he's bringing in the hot stuff now. Good. Can't believe he doesn't take a shot at a cheesesteak. It's dumb. He's from Philly. He doesn't have a cheesesteak. Oh God, I he's know. worried it's if he because he, he might be worried it's gonna be shitty. No, it's because Joe thinks in his mind, like, I'm the guy that doesn't do that. Shut <laughs> up, Joe. You know what? You're not wrong about that. Yeah, stop, <laughs> stop being the Janine Garofalo of sandwiches. <laughs> nah, man, that's too common, man. Yeah, nah, Joe's dude. really unique. It's infuriating. I had a dream. <laughs> I, had, I had a dream. I just remembered a couple of weeks ago that I worked for Joe at Joey Rose's. sandwich shop? I've never even been there. <laughs> <laughs> what did you picture it looked like? I just remember a lot of Joe memorabilia, like him boxing <laughs> in the old days. <laughs> Nobody had like a. Well, tell me, I might have seen pictures of it. So like a long, a big long counter, uh-huh. like those old bar, those old Irish bars, and I'm behind the counter, and Joe's giving somebody attitude, and I'm telling somebody, this fucking guy opened for me. Who the fuck are you talking to me like that? For? <laughs> and the the Mexican guy with me is like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was a whole dream. I think Joe bought and owns a bar. First of all, his dream was to open a sandwich shop. Very quickly became a bar. Oh, really? Uh, and then, but I know his whole thing was he just wants to, he wants to put his uh, forearm on a bar and slap a towel over his shoulder and go, "What can I get you, bud?" <laughs> He's so bad, wants to do that. I know he goes, "Hey, what can I get you?" <laughs> Here's the thing. Looks like that, you need that one to- or two. That towel will slide off that shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him behind the bar. I've never seen him making a sandwich. I've only seen him talking <laughs> to somebody who's more important than me at the front, and he ignores me. I walk in, I mean, literally, me and Keith went there. You know, it takes, Keith, it takes a long time to get the car and get him in the car. You got to mm-hmm. grab his legs and pick him up, push him in. Yeah. And, half uh, you, half him. And then you get out of the car, you get there, and it takes a couple minutes to walk. And then we walk there, and we walk in, and he was, hey, what's up, fellas? And he went back to his conversation with some random dude. <laughs> I'm like, I just yeah. brought a double-stroke yeah. friend yeah. over, and you don't- yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah. It was a journey. It was, yeah. Yeah. And it's not done. I got to take him back to the cellar. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my friend had a funny, his cousin, he hadn't seen him, but they were both in the army, and they were in Germany, but they were separate. And he just showed up in Germany six months later, and he saw his cousin. He goes, "Hey, Mike!" And his cousin sees him, and goes, "Hey, Leo!" And just keeps walking by, <laughs> like they just ran into each other. I bet the balls on Joe to never send up some sandwiches. You know what I mean? 
he wants to plug sandwiches. No, he brought sandwiches. Mm. He was being paid to be here that day also. Don't suck his dick but, all the time, Christine. But listen, listen. Christine, you, you love Joe? Love Joe. <laughs> you love Joe. You love Joe. More than Colin? Oh, you don't she like doesn't me. like me. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Look, she no, she doesn't that. care for your work. Yeah. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> I hate me physically, but like my work. Um, Christine Joe loves does your not work. Fall, Joe does not fall into the category of those bad boys from Fullerton in South California. I'll way. tell you what. Thank God he doesn't because Christine, when she was back as a booze bag, hung with Joe plenty. And it's a, it's a living miracle that Joe has not uh, fucked Christine. Or it's a living miracle that you believe them. Now no, listen, no. Um, what I'm trying to tell you... <laughs> Christine, Joe, why are you over laughing? I never even batter on the idea Christine, that Joe... Joe, fuck Christine. Oh uh, man, Joe, I've seen Christine work Christine. and I've seen Joe work. Joe, fuck Christine. <laughs> That's why there's a sandwich named Christine on the, uh, <laughs> the hidden menu. <laughs> you walk on, give me one of those... <laughs> Give me a grilled chicken squirter. <laughs> Fuck. They're definitely fucked. You're right. This has been a sham all these years. Uh, what would you do? Because I never even a... asked if she fucked Joe. She just goes. She offered that information. Oh, you know, God. it's a crazy miracle. I never. I fucked Joe because we were both. I would have said the same bags. thing, wouldn't you? Yes. That's why I know she's lying and definitely had sex with Joe. Because that's what I would have said. Can you believe we didn't? Weird, right? <laughs> and then, and as you turned around to Joe, he bought it. <laughs> yeah. He did. He's like, no way. Oh, good. I'll move back to New York then. She's like, I, I caught him when he was really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Christine, you motherfucker. How was it? Was it good? I'm not going to say. Nice. <laughs> good answer. That means it probably wasn't good then. Nah, yeah, at least I, it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. It couldn't be good. <laughs> Joe was busy boring her with his menu ideas. Yeah, yeah Christine. <laughs> because, you know, actually, Subway started as a single store. That's why Joe did go over his sandwich recipes with me. Yeah. <laughs> you like broccoli, did. Rob? I got a lot of sandwich How about ideas. The, Joe, the audacity. He calls me. We talk like, you know, a couple of times a year, really not that often. And he calls me up to, about a year and a half ago. He goes, hey, I'm having a big opening night. I was like, that's nice. He invited me to the opening. He goes, you know, I'm doing celebrity bartenders. If you'd like to do, do you want me to work yet behind the stick for a couple hours, you son of a bitch? Yeah. He put trying to put me to work. I fuck I want you to do a shift. He really is. Yes. Just, he's just an edgy Mike Babiglia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Colin, if you want to come in and just throw down a shift or something, take over. It's still about like you know, think about noon to six. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad. He didn't. He didn't even ask me to uh, celebrity bartend. <laughs> he didn't even ask me to come. Have you no. been there yet? I went the night with Keith. I went down with him, and we left. Right, right. Keith got a sandwich and left, and it took like. 38 minutes to get a, a an uncooked sit there's like you don't have one to of cook the coldies and joe, and joe didn't even pretend to be busy working he was just yapping he was a, no it was packed but he was talking to some guy yeah, that my... he didn't even introduce us like he didn't even go hey but it was a great friend of mine this is keith who brought me to right. new york this is bobby who kind of took me under my wing and he's a good friend of mine hey this is so and so he just went hey what's up guys thanks for coming anyways yeah that, that album was nuts <laughs> like like he didn't even know your names hey look at joe. these guys hey <laughs> joe lost his he lost his fire he lost his fire in that sandwich shop i'm telling you when he had the pop-up at the stand you'd go there yeah and jody it was everything he wanted he had his a v-neck 
white T-shirt with armpits, <laughs> armpit sweat because he's covered in flour. Yes. He's, he's throwing it. The bread's up, and he's bringing it over. Right. And now, you're right. He meets and greets in the front while a bunch of Mexicans I, do his dirty yeah. work. Yeah, back well, at, the, at the stand, the he'd walk up, hey, try this. Just let me know what you think of this. Give a little bit, guy, his little sample of some new things we're trying in the back. Yeah. I heard the bread is amazing, though. It's good? Okay. Yeah, no, everything's great there. His sandwiches, I mean, listen, unbelievable. I mean- Unbelievable! I had them after I had the surgery, and wow. I and I almost dumped. I ate, <laughs> I'm a, that's what they call it when you eat too much and you get the gastric sleeve dumping. And oh. I I just he put me right back on track. I ate one bite wow. too many. Even a veggie sandwich he had was un fucking believable. Really good sandwiches are great. Bread is amazing. I throw a little relish in the tuna, but it's a hey, preference. It's just a, yeah, Look, it's a choice. It's a preference. Joe's, Joe's a little, made a choice. <laughs> little uh, olive oil on the remember my tuna. Oh, oh man, dude. I made Bobby. I made, yeah, none of us knew Bobby had a surgery yet. It was like I was gay. So Bobby <laughs> was just. We thought Bobby was just trying to eat better and doing a great job at right. it. We didn't know that it, well, he, had to he do physically both. couldn't get more food inside of his body. <laughs> I mean, that's one way of putting it, Jay. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I have never thought of, Bobby would get a scoop of tuna on the side with his brunch. That's right. all I got every day. Scoop of tuna and an egg. Yeah. Was it like that? Is something like an egg, right? Yeah. yeah. And like some greens maybe or some yeah. fruit. But uh, Bobby would get the tuna and he goes, can I get a little olive oil on the side? Yeah. And, he th- and a little extra mayo. A little olive oil and mayo, salt and pepper. Changed the game. It was, I would never not put olive oil on my tuna ever again. It's probably going to kill me. Olive oil should be on everything. Yeah. The I'm greatest thing ever invented. Olive oil Olive on... oil and garlic are the greatest inventions in and, history. And it's good for you. Olive oil is not bad for you. No, it's good. It's actually good. I mean, avocado is good too, but olive oil is good for you. It greases up the uh, the old pipes. I yeah. don't like avocado. I'll say it out loud. Joe should have, ol- Joe should have <laughs> How, giant you? bottles of olive oil in the front of his store like a design. You know what he did have at first, but he got rid of them. What? He had the, the Pizza Hut cups for uh, soda, oh. which was a nice touch. The best cup for soda. Remember the red plastic cups? No. You never went to pizza? Like 7-Eleven cups? What, did you never win? What? <laughs> <laughs> like 7-Eleven cups? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't remember when you go oh, to pizza? Oh, these. Oh, yeah, I yeah. hate those cups. They ruin the taste of soda. You're crazy. They keep them super carbonated. Stinks. No. I, I just being contrarian. I, that's an amazing cup, and I love those cups, and I steal those cups. You when should. I, when I'm when I go somewhere, I will steal that cup. I have crushed like, ice. Yeah. And Joe, got, them Joe got rid of those. Crushed ice. All right, you don't I have to hail Hitler ice. over it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love crushed ice, but Joe got rid of them. He got rid of them. I don't uh, know what the problem was. Because he had to wash them. Yeah, it might be hard. Yeah, to clean. I, they seem hard to wash. And yeah, and you can only put soda in them, so it's you know, Joe, give away I'll all say this soda. about Joe. Joe's one of those guys that, and there's a lot of people like that. That it's so much fun. To talk about the idea of Joe, but then when you're with him, you're like, I gotta get out of here. This conversation makes us all go, Yeah, we gotta hang with Joe. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, Joe. <laughs> Dude. He's, uh, the, the, when, I didn't realize how lost he gets when he drinks at all in his head. Because uh, I, I counted him in as a plan for the U. I know he doesn't like the UFC. And when I saw him at the stand, he was hammered. And I was like, hey, I'm gonna have. Uh, just a few people over for the UFC this weekend. <laughs> just to bother him. If you want to, no, no, I go. If you want to, I know you don't like it, but it's a big fight. It's like a pretty, like you know, like major fight. If you want to come watch, it'll be fun and order food or whatever. He goes, totally. I got nothing going on Saturday. I'll be there. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna start at eight o'clock. He goes eight o'clock, <laughs> and then on like uh, Friday or something, I called him and I was, or I saw him and I was like, 
are you still good for tomorrow? He goes, tomorrow's what? <laughs> it's like the fight. He had a, he had a date planned with a girl. Like it was like, he had a, right. It was like he had a whole other life planned. There was no, and I was like, well, you said you're going to come over for the fights. He goes, why would I come for the UFC? I fucking hate it. <laughs> can, I, I, can I be honest with you? I think there's actually two Joe DeRoses. I think he has a twin brother. Yeah. Because I've I've hung out with nice Joe during the day, mm-hmm. walk around, hopes and dreams, and then I've met that other Joe. What the fuck are you talking about? I think there's an evil Joe and a good Joe. It's like, the, what are those, uh, what was that, those brothers in England? <laughs> oh, the craze. The craze, yeah. It's oh, like a, Joe's like the Cray brothers, the DeRoses. Yeah, that tattoo mess up. Yeah, that tattoo mess up. Yeah, that's a different brother, right? Yeah, that's a different brother. Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe's tattoo mess up. Hey, dude, can I tell you something about Crushed Ice? It makes me really happy that you... I thought I was the only person that loves Crushed Ice. With a soda? All the success in my life out of all the things I've ever got, when I got a fridge with Crushed Ice, I was like, I made it. That was like one of my goals in life, to be able to just have Crushed Ice whenever I What was that mean, stepfather's name? Billy, Billy fuck M. Fuck you, Billy. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck, off. fuck you, Billy M. Hey, there's DeRosa. I got my own crushed ice. <laughs> hey, DeRosa should sell his suits to his to his Joey Rose's place. Oh, and telling old comedy stories? Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee his staff is not impressed by Joe's comedy career. He's like, I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Bill Burrow used to hang out, and they're like, what? <laughs> People are dumb with You Joe's know, one stories. time Bill tells me, he tells me, he says... <laughs> That was the funniest when we, uh, I said I brought DeRosa to meet uh, Bill and Bobby on the same, uh, they had me, I was notorious for this, and in hindsight, I could see how annoying it must have been to people, even with like a tell, and a tell was great about it, when I was opening for him all the time, uh, he'd be like, hey, you want to open for me so-and-so, and I go, yeah, I'll bring a guy to host, you want me to bring my buddy to host so he can hang out with me when you hibernate all day? <laughs> And he'd be like, sure. And this was a gig I was opening for Bobby and Bill. I think they asked me to do it with them. And then I was like, hey, I could bring this. My roommate, Joe, is a great you, dude. You his roommate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved up here in with me. And I brought him to the gig. And that was when we went to uh, the strip club. Yeah. And then uh, Bobby whacked off on a towel and put it on our doorknob in, uh, <laughs> while laughing at us because we couldn't afford laptops to masturbate in a room by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> He bought a porno DVD, 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 right. at a strip club that I think was someone's house. They let people get naked in. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a subway sub shop during the day, <laughs> it was, and then at night it just turned over to a strip club. It had it had just regular house windows like in the front. Oh, <laughs> it was it was like a storefront in the front. Like you, it had like like it was a little town. It was Troy Troy. Uh, oh, New Troy, York. New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The place was I remember it was called like Cloud Nine. <laughs> I remember it was a neon on the outside. It was like someone's house with a neon sign on it. So like, funny. Is this it? We went in there. And they were like, I think it was like at midnight or whatever it was, one in the morning. There was some time it hit and it was like, all the rules are off. And like the girls got fully naked. I think they weren't yeah. supposed to do that. No, if, the, was the guy wild. pulled the Bronx tail because I walked up. I go, hey, can I smoke in here? Because it's right when they <laughs> yeah, yeah. passed the law, no smoking in New York. I went, hey, can I smoke in here? And he walked over to the door, locked it. He mm-hmm. goes, you can now. <laughs> and then everybody just pulled out. Then there was a, the girls just pulled out a bag of dildos. Yeah. And they went into Hilarious. a pit. It was nuts. And then, uh, and then we had to leave. Because DeRosa. Uh, yeah, very unceremoniously because Why? DeRosa got a, it was like three for one lap dances, and DeRosa paid the money, but the girl didn't like. I don't know what his complaint was, but he 
She did two and a half. He complained. Whatever it was, yeah. he complained to the manager. But, and the manager kept like getting louder, but not threatening Joe. Right. Embarrassing him by saying that he's complaining about a lap Grind. Day. Yeah, and he kept going, Look, I don't know what you want, sir. She's not just going to grind all over your lap. And Joe She's kept not- going, hey, I don't want... I Stop saying grind. Yeah, he goes, stop saying that! He got like, really mad. And then we were just kind of like... I don't even think we were asked to leave. We were just like... We're gonna get out of here, guys. He was haggling <laughs> a half a dance, but, but it's even better because he wasn't even supposed to be there. He's just his roommate, and now he's a scene. And he a scene. The whole night. <laughs> I walked over. I'm happy as I get. I'm smoking inside, watching girls get naked. I have my my oh, little token. I got a token for. I didn't want my. La- I don't like lap dances. They fucking bore me, and I feel uncomfortable when a girl's dancing. And I don't like dance. I think dance is stupid, and. I had my token. So I walked up to Joe. I go, have my token. He goes, that's not the point, dude. That's not the point. I'm like, Yeah, he really wanted, he wanted this guy to understand. It was just like, it was exactly what you think, like a strip club owner that was just doing like the, hey, Joe's buddy, I don't know principle. what you want. Yeah, yeah. And Joe's like, no, this isn't right. This yeah. is about, that's probably the day he decided, I'm going to open my own sandwich shop bar someday. <laughs> and I'm going to serve people the way they deserve to be. The customers always came. <laughs> The way I was treated in that laundry room slash champagne room. In Troy, New York. In Troy, New York. Uh, We have Joe's origin story for Joey Rosa. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. That was just a portion of our actual Sirius XM radio show. If you want the whole thing, the whole damn thing, go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. That's right. And go to BigJComedy.com and RobertKellyLive.com to check out our stand-up dates coming to a city near you. I stepped on your crackle, crackle. I stink. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home.